In this week's episode, I'm going to be talking about whether I truly believe tracking is a disorder. Every time I hear people talk about it in the fitness community or people that are not in the fitness community, it is always one extreme to the next. It is never someone meeting in the middle ground and seeing both sides and both perspectives. And that's exactly what I will be discussing is being that middle ground to give you both sides and where I can see both people coming from and just giving a breakdown to both sides a little bit. So continue listening if you feel like you're interested in hearing about it. Welcome to the Booty and Bougie podcast. I'm your host, Taylor. I created this podcast for a space to talk about all things fitness, health, and wellness from my personal experiences to what has helped my clients, as well as a little mom life chats from the good, the bad, and the struggles. Sit back, grab your cozy blanket or your favorite drink, and let's get into it. A little while ago, I was listening to a fitness podcast. Their topic was whether or not tracking was a disorder. And their outlook on it was that it was 110% not an eating disorder, that people had a wrong perspective of it. And it really made me want to talk about it because as you could hear at the beginning of the episode, I I see both sides. I have both understanding for both perspectives. And I really do truly think that if you are going into something and you are 100% one side and don't look on the evidence on the other side of things, that you are being very like blindfolded. Like you're the blind mice leading the blind mice. I don't know. (laughs) You know what I'm getting at? Like you should be able to look at the other side of things and be understanding to how someone can perceive that and just give your opinion on it. You should never be 100% one side because I just think that, you know, there's just so many different ways. There's so many different people that just not everything's going to work for everyone. And it just sparked that conversation in me to be like, yeah, no, I don't really believe in that. On my Instagram story before I recorded this episode, I wanted to kind of see what everyone else's perspective was so that this episode had more of just like me sharing my opinion on it and have other outlooks on it. I, on my story, had straight out, out of the gate, asked if tracking was a disorder. I was, I don't know why I was surprised with, the answer, it was straight down the middle, 50-50, yes, 50-no. So there were equal amount of people that said it was and said it wasn't. The more interesting thing that I had got out of was from the people that I had talked to, how, you know, they were a little bit open-minded to understanding both sides, but just what their answers were. I'm going to just read everyone's answers that they gave and like obviously just read out their message in one of the things there was a girl that had said yeah and in the next slide to that question I had said if anyone wants to have more of an open conversation like 
kind of give a brief overview in here. She had said, yeah, because I feel like if I don't track it, I cheat myself. And if I don't eat at all, I feel like I'm lying. So it's hard to balance. I, of course, went and messaged this person to get a little bit more in depth of an answer and just kind of elaborate a little bit more. I did know that this person had a fitness coach. So when I asked the question, I said, I want to go more on what you said and ask if you feel part of the if you don't track you cheat yourself or if you don't eat at all you feel like your line plays into having a coach and not wanting to disappoint her or just a personal conflict the answer was it's honestly a bit of both but i'm more now that i'm cheating myself i've learned more now that the balance is good and if i want to see if i want to make the goals i have set and see the results i can't cheat myself don't get me wrong, I have weekends or times I let go of tracking completely, but I'm deaf hooked on tracking and wanting to know exactly what I'm putting in my body. It makes me want to eat out. I'll... Jesus, Taylor. <laughs> it makes me want to eat out a lot less too. Um, and, you know, we just kind of had a little bit of a conversation. They also mentioned it took them about a year to build a good relationship with food after struggling for years. And... And now they just kind of know what makes them feel good. But originally in the box, if I stand corrected, that they had said that it was a disorder. And you can kind of see from their answer that because of the fact that if they're not inputting something, they do feel like they are cheating and not being 100% upfront, that that could cause a bit of a disorder because it's that more disordered thinking. Another person in that like question sticker had said, used to be a disorder for me, took a long break from tracking, but trying again differently. So of course, out of my curiosity, I had message and had said, since you had a bad experience with tracking before, how are you planning on going about it differently now? They had said, well, when I used to track, it was ultra low calorie. So I found I would track and still be hungry. Like, 1200 calories. I found it was so restricting that I would eventually binge. So now I'm tracking and aiming for 1800 calories, which is enough that I'm able to plan balance into my day instead of throwing out the plan when I didn't have enough room for food. At first, I found it very triggering starting tracking again, but I was obsessing about food all day. But then I realized I could plan in good snacks and meals and didn't have to think about it as much. So really kind of depends on the calorie amount as what makes it a de eating disorder. So she's really already found that huge difference of adding and being able to have that amount of food that it's not as tolling. Of course, since she had a bad experience with it, it did take a little bit of time. So those were the two that um, messaged in the question. And then I just kind of went ahead and messaged people on the polls that both answered either yes or no and asked if they would be willing to elaborate. I only got a few people that were willing to elaborate and that's okay because it still kind of gives you a little bit more of a brief over overview of kind of what people's thoughts are. So this person that I'm going to go on and talk is someone who had answered that yes, it was a disorder. Their response was, Hey, hope you're doing well. As for the question, obviously there's a ton of factors and 
it is possible to track intake without it being disordered. But I do think of it typically inherently fits all of the characteristics of disordered eating. In brackets, thinking or thinking, tracking and limiting intake or specific foods. I also think that it's just very slippery slopey. Myself personally, I tried tracking calories in ninth grade and wound up with an eating disorder. To me, it sounds like this person, um, you know, went into tracking with the mindset of maybe trying to lose weight or trying to tone, especially for the age category that they were in at the time. And, you know, of course, at that time, it is very damaging, especially since you might not know a lot about it. So I totally understand why this person, you know, doesn't inherently think it's great. The next person, um, they had said no, that they don't believe that it is a tracking. So again, message them personally, asking if they would elaborate. Hey, for sure. I don't think tracking is a disorder for certain types of people. I totally believe that it could become one. But for an example, people with binge eating disorders or overweight people never really realize how much they're eating or how many calories is just in a Subway sandwich. That's kind of my beliefs on it. But I get it becoming a disorder for some. So the main point, I guess, is some people truly need the skills to be healthy and realize how much they're eating. This person is kind of utilizing it as a tool to have an understanding of what you're putting into your body, which is why they're saying that it's not. And I do think that's a good outlook to have on it, to be kind of, you know, open-minded and have that split 50-50 of it could or it couldn't be. This next one was one of my friends. They on my thing, because obviously I only had two like polls. Maybe I should have put a third one to kind of be the person that's in between. They had said, yes, no, maybe so. Depends on the day. And I had responded with that it totally depends on mindset. They had said, if I wake up in one morning, then I'm like, this is disordered as fuck tracking my food. Other days, I'm like, what a great tool to reach my goals. Then some days, I don't want to enter all of my treats because I feel guilty. And I'm like, that's also disordered. It's a roller coaster. So again, that person and my friend was saying how... And what I described to her was kind of, it totally is like a mindset thing and, you know, what you're putting in and how you're perceiving it, right? So I hope that kind of gave a little bit of, you know, other people's opinions and perspectives to why they could or couldn't. I wish I had more people, but that is okay. I'm very happy with the amount of people that I got responding and had a little bit more of open conversations with because it was kind of fun chatting to people and having that perspective. I'm going to take a second and interrupt my own podcast because I was listening back and as I was listening, I was going through my DMs to see if I missed any people and I had in fact did. So I wanted to go over and talk about them and share their message to again, kind of broaden the horizons a little bit. This one was from one of my friends. They had said, depends, LOL. And I had said that I agree, tracking kind of depends. Their response was, but I feel like unless it's making sure one is eating enough to support their body's needs to run properly, nutrition-wise, hormones, recovery, then yeah, it puts 90% of people in a disorder and almost all of them won't admit it 
or see it themselves. And um, I had said that I would argue that it totally depends on the person's mindset and whether they're going into it restrictive or for the sole purpose of cutting and then it could become a disorder, which obviously I talk a little bit more about that on the rest of my podcast. So again, hers was a great perspective of just like, unless you're using it for a good intent that, yeah, it's not beneficial at all. This next one was from one of my past clients. They had said, sometimes I, of course, asked what their sometimes line was. They had responded with, I feel like when I was tracking with the intent to feel my body, it was perfect. Like when I was working with you and now I'm using it as a tool to help me and to help me understand what's going on with my body in brackets why am i inflamed or bloated what makes me feel good where am i kind of sitting for daily intakes but before i understood that i used to insane tracking as a way to eat as little as possible and it was like a game i got with that with my fitbit my apple watch too like insane obsession with it and wanting to do as little as possible because I thought it was good for me. I think tracking just needs to be educational. Like people need to understand it. And I also agree with this. I really honestly think that people don't have enough background knowledge of like food and what its purpose is for our body and the purpose of like what we specifically need for our body. And I would honestly say that that should be taught more in high school like there should be in you know foods class or i don't maybe know what specific class it should be in but there should be a course of you know sharing these things because a lot of the time when i do share with my clients what their resting metabolism would look like or their bmr uh so their basal metabolic rate they are surprised they're like floored they had no idea that you would need that much intake just for doing literally nothing and yeah so i'm really glad that i re-looked at my dms and was able to share those two stories with you now we shall continue on to get a little bit further into the episode i'm assuming if you're listening to this episode you have an understanding and a concept to what tracking is or at least have heard about it or know someone who has done it in the case that someone may not know what it is and you're straight up listening out of curiosity and want to learn more i'm just going to kind of give you a brief overview of what tracking specifically is i don't know why i lost my voice there but what tracking specifically is Tracking is a method of recording your daily total calorie intake throughout the day. It is where you would download an app such as MyFitnessPal and you would record every single food that you have eaten throughout the day. Typically, to make sure that you're getting the most accurate, you would be using a weigh scale. Some people also use measuring cups so that you actually know the sizes and the volume of food that you're intaking because obviously if you're eating 100 grams versus 200 grams there's going to be a huge difference in the nutritional content and value of those two and then once you've recorded all of the food that you have intake in it will give you a breakdown of your protein your carbs your fat it goes a little bit more in depth as well as like you know your saturated fats uh fiber sugars 
vitamins, sodium, all the things, but mainly not everyone looks at it for all of those other things. It's for what your calories were, your fats, your carbs, and your protein. And most people go into it with the idea for weight loss, even though there's many other ways and reasons to why you would use tracking, such as you know maintaining weight or gaining weight. Honestly, as well as just kind of seeing what you are intaking for food to make sure that you're properly fueling your body. Okay, now that we've gotten that shiznits out of the way, and hopefully that gave you a little bit of a better understanding of tracking if you didn't already know what it was, we're going to go into my thoughts and opinions of tracking. And when I first started tracking, I went about it all the wrong ways. I don't think I went into tracking, you know, just simply seeing what I was intaking. I used it as a guide of what I needed to be eating. It was started to be used for when I was competing, of course, going into competing and using it for the first time hand in hand not really going to be the best because that has that little bit of restrictive mindset since when I started my fitness journey I would do things like cheat meals as well as my mom and I did most of my calorie countings so I would sometimes if I did end up eating a little bit more the next day or the days following I would try and hit like super low calories to try and make up for that and then obviously of course kind of goes into the cycle of binging where if I was working at Supplement King nights and I didn't pack enough food or was having a super low calorie day because maybe I was beating myself up for like sneaking a handful of cereal or something like that I sometimes would have like six protein bars obviously felt like a-holes because of that but that's just what ended up happening and then I remember at some point I wanted to do a bulk again never in any of these time frames did I use tracking to just see what I simply intake and then kind of went off from there I would just be like okay I was gonna eat 300 grams of carbs of course that wasn't very manageable either and it was just like this flippity floppity thing that It was never having a set specific amount. It wasn't to have or fuel my body properly. It was, it was just very sporadic. I can't even begin to explain other than the fact that it was just sporadic. Going into it now, I really do use it as a tool and it did take me a long time to get here, but that's because I've done a lot of self-reflecting and a lot of mindset shifts and kind of rewiring my brain to realizing that, you know, food is fuel as well as having more knowledge and background, obviously in fitness and understanding that I need to know what I'm currently intaking for food before I set target goals. I honestly made this mistake when I first started taking on online clients. In person, we would just kind of go over their food. It was never anything super specific. It was just like, okay, maybe you should have some protein. Maybe you should add in some vegetables. Maybe like, let's not have so much pop. It was just very different. The online space was, it was just different. 
and I would set calorie goals and I wouldn't have an outlook of what they were already intaking. And that honestly, I remember one specific client. I love her. She's amazing. She's even, she even came back to me, but looking back on how I started her makes me cringe because I just gave her specific calories. I was just, I think it was like 900 or not 900, Jesus, Taylor, 1900 calories or something because she wanted to build muscle and I knew that she needed to eat more and we just kept trying to do that and she always was having such a hard time doing that and I was like, well, I don't get it. I don't understand. And then I started learning more of, you know, I actually need to know what you're intaking for food first before we go into something and setting specific goals so that we can make it a process and do it nice and slow so that way it's not going to be hard to do and it's going to be manageable and it's going to just be more beneficial and the second time around that's kind of what we did and she was able to actually eat over in the 2000 calories range and that was something that we were never able to do before but it was because of the way that I set her up so yeah just going into it now if you go into counting calories as a restriction, you're kind of doing it on your own, don't really have much of a game plan and you're being flippity floppity, it can cause that binge eating disorder. As of now, I kind of use it as I'll check in every once in a while to make sure that I'm, you know, hitting a good range of where my food needs to be or kind of slightly where I want my calories to be. And same thing for my clients. And it's been a lot more successful in that because it's now used as a tool. It's not used for for specifically weight loss. It's to see how much we're feeling your body. I hope that wasn't rambling. I feel like I rambled a little bit, but I hope you got the idea of like kind of where my views are on both that it totally is just a mindset of how you go about doing it. We're going to go into an overview of how it can be good, how it can be bad, and then kind of just a conclusion. So first things first, how can it be useful? For me as a coach and for my clients, it's been able to allow them to realize what they're eating, where they need to be making those improvements. That can be from a, honestly a range of different things. I've had clients where they realize, yeah, no, they're getting next to nothing for fiber. They are, you know, skyrocketing in their carbohydrates while kind of leaving behind their fat and their protein or they're really just intaking absolutely nothing for food and need to work on, you know, allowing themselves to have food and get there to where they are fueling their body. So it really has been, um, you know, a microscope of being able to really dig in and see what specific areas need improvement and actually have those physical numbers. Because sometimes, honestly, and again, I know this because I do food logs mainly with my in clients. Sometimes my onlines do it, but it's definitely one of my more hard rock things that I do with in-person people. You can look and see what food looks like and you can kind of write it down, but you still don't really know if that's, you know, subsiding 
enough and if that's good enough because it could look different every single day and it's not giving you that specific range like you could say that you're having you know let's say you're having a steak but maybe you're only having like two ounces of a steak that's not a lot I even know sometimes people for like chicken for an example will have smaller ounces of it like have 50 grams or something like that when you could be having a bigger scope but just not having that knowledge and understanding that that's not enough another thing is making sure that you're eating in a range for your specific goals like we talked about this can be good or bad but if you are someone who you know has very specific goals you are wanting to reach results and all of those things eating in a specific target of calories can be beneficial of course if tracking is in your scope that you can do and that you feel comfortable with doing last thing it's keeping yourself accountable because of those numbers like we talked about every single day you can see a breakdown of where your food's looking like where you can add things in where you shouldn't be adding things in and all that stuff how can tracking be bad there, of course, is a few different reasons to why it could be bad. The number one thing is you could eventually end up getting fixated on numbers, you know, needing everything to be on point with your macros, everything to need to be down to the exact gram that you need every single day. And if it doesn't, you end up beating yourself up, you feel guilty, and you kind of wallow into this hole of negativity. I would also say that if you are someone who is a perfectionist and kind of does need things to be, you know, the exact same way every single day, or you do feel guilty that it's a good indicator that getting fixated on a number might happen to you. So to be very leery of that and to put that into account of whether tracking would be good or not for you. I know for myself that the negative side of tracking um kind of into account of of, you know getting fixated on numbers is that once you learn something you can never unlearn it so for an example now that i know all of the nutritional content of food sometimes if i go into a restaurant and i want a burger and i know that i've already had a decent amount of carbs but that's what i'm craving that's what my body wants it's the only thing that sounds good to me that i automatically pull up like how much roughly everything would be And it's kind of sometimes hard to unwire that out of your head. So you really have to just be cautious and, you know, understanding of that. So know that if you are someone who has those things and know that that can come up, it's just, it could be a bad thing or a really hard thing to just swallow. Another thing would be if you're coming into tracking only looking for weight loss so you're coming in right off the gate going to be restricting yourself from calories restricting yourself from what you would normally do that it may be a spitball effect of you know finding yourself in a hole of disorders or you know slowly but surely coming to that point of struggling with your food and if you come into tracking with only that specific thing in mind it may cause a lot of negativity Last thing that kind of goes into the weight loss thing is restricting food and calories. By restricting food, I really mean coming in and let's say your whole entire life, you have ate bread 
every single morning. You start tracking and all of a sudden you're like, nope, can't have bread anymore. Nope, can't have this. You are getting into that tendency of labeling your food as good and bad. And this is really where the struggle with your food is going to come. This is where you know, the binging might take place because you have now set something off limits. It's like when you tell a toddler not to do something, they're going to do it because they're going to see what their boundaries are going to be pushed. Your subconscious is going to kind of do the same thing. And it's going to be that effect that may lead to disorders. So really when you're coming into tracking and if you want to put these things to account, ask yourself, why am I tracking? And am I restricting myself? Am I limiting foods off? Um, you know, am I that person that is going to be way too hard on those numbers and it's going to be like a mental game every single day? Because if it is, it's just not worth it in the long run. There are other things that you can do to help you along your goal. And then maybe eventually when you can feel those, you know, ties being a little bit loosened, you can try it with the supervision of someone that kind of rolls into the conclusion that I have is if you are wanting to track Make sure that when you are either retrying tracking, if you have tried on your own and or you want to start doing it under the supervision that is a knowledgeable coach, someone that knows what they're talking about in terms of calories, they know how to properly fuel your body, they're going to ask all the questions, really make sure that you're doing it with the good intentions of it, as well as it's someone who you trust in that even if something comes up, you know you're going to be completely honest with them because let's be real, if we're going to lie to our coach, then that's going to make us feel even worse and we're going to feel even more guilty and all of those things. So just be conscious and mindful of who you're hiring and that it's someone that you feel you'll be able to be 100% truthful for and they're not going to give you any backlash and make you feel like shit for it because obviously if we're beating ourselves up we don't need someone else to you know add the load onto there we need support and love to kind of push us a little bit in that direction that we need to be another thing is not going into it with a specific mindset so like that specific goal coming into it and having that curiosity of being able to learn from it learn and understand what food is what we need to fuel our body how can i get a little bit more fiber in? where can i get these carbs that are going to make me feel good how is my body feeling when i eat this food just coming into it with curiosity And last and final thing is it just isn't for everyone and it does not have to be. If someone on social media is telling you otherwise, I highly suggest to unfollow them because it just really isn't meant for everyone, which is I think why, you know, if it's a disorder is a hot topic. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this gave you a little bit more knowledge and understanding of tracking and how you can either use it or know that it isn't even worth trying.